It's time. It's time. Passcode accepted. Downloading the Down South IT Podcast. Glad to have you with me. This is the Down South IT Podcast. My name is Clark. Now, the other day I was thinking, and I know that's a dangerous thing, but there are so many streaming services. They've got some that just drop off the face of the planet. Some get absorbed into others because they get bought out. Blah, 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 blah. There's tons and tons of streaming services out there right now. So today I'm going to run through all the good ones that you can find, some live TV options, some free options, we're going to run through all the pricing, stuff like that, the whole nine going through each one just to kind of give you an idea of which one hat, what has what on each service, and of course all of this is going to be on the show prep on the website downsouthitpodcast.com, scroll down a little bit where you find the player, you'll see show prep, uh, the link right underneath that, click on there. You'll bring up this entire sheet, has all the links, all the pricing, everything that I'm going to talk about today is going to be on there. So definitely check that out. It will, it will come in handy, if, especially if you're kind of on the fence about maybe dropping cable, you know, something along that line. Maybe you want to kind of get into streaming. Maybe you, not, you forgot about some of the services that I'm going to talk about today and kind of give you an idea of what's, you know, out there and what's available. So We'll run through all of that, and of course, while you're on the website, don't forget to check out all of the build guides, all the reviews, different things like that, unboxings, videos. I got so much stuff up there. Go ahead and check all of that stuff out, all kinds of cool stuff up there. I will be doing a few more reviews uh, coming up fairly soon. I got a couple of things that I bought that I want to try. I'm still in the process of trying at this point, so I can't make a educated decision on if I like it or not, just on the little bit of time that I spent with it. So hopefully in the next week or two, y'all at least see one or two more reviews coming up. And of course, all that will be on the website also. But if you want to know right whenever I post something, go ahead and give me a like and a follow on Facebook at Down South IT. Everything always goes up on Facebook just right after pretty much I post it on the website and then I post it on Facebook. That will definitely be the best place to catch all the announcements of what's new and what's the most relevant online, especially when it comes to the podcast, new episodes, all that type of thing. Everything will be right there on the Facebook page. So jumping right in, these are going to be, I wouldn't say they're necessarily all the most popular things. They're not in any kind of order. I just kind of went with the ones that I knew went off the top of my head and You know, I looked at a couple of lists to give me an idea of if I missed any. But other than that, there's really no rhyme or reason to the order of these. And we'll start off with just the regular streaming services. I kind of got them broke up into different groups. So this will be, you know, streaming services first. Kind of a cable alternative would be the second set. And then some free options, which are mostly just not necessarily cable replacements, but you know, you throw them all together, it's possible. 
So we'll start off first with Netflix. Everybody knows Netflix, but the thing that most people don't know is their prices have been increasing lately. In fact, since the last time I did a streaming episode, their basic package has gone up two bucks and their premium package has gone up, uh, what that is, six bucks? So yeah, they've gone up a good little bit. So starting off, you you do have three tiers. You have a basic tier, a standard, and a premium. Basic tier, you just get one stream, you know, nothing on, nothing HD, nothing like that. Everything standard definition. If you want their standard tier, which is the next one up, you can do two streams at one time. You do get HD, but you don't get 4K available. If you go for their premium package, which is 20 bucks a month, you get four total streams. So you can stream to four separate devices and you do get 4K available as well. So if you have a lot of devices or you want 4K, that's pretty much the only thing that you can do is go to their premium tier. Now, most people know Netflix for a lot of the movies that they carry, which they do really, they still carry a lot of good movies. Not necessarily stuff that's still in the theater. I'll get to that a little bit later. They do have a lot of good stuff. They do have a lot of original content also, which they they push more of the original content now than they do the actual movies and stuff on their on their site. So you can do that. The only bad thing with them, they have been losing a lot of their catalog and their movies and TV shows and stuff like that to other providers because the other providers are kind of sucking up all that intellectual property so they can stream it on their own streaming service rather than stream it on Netflix and have Netflix pay for the rights. I think the biggest one to date that I remember them losing was Friends. Now, a couple of good thing is they don't have a cap on streaming, so you can stream unlimited. No, you know, nothing like that. They don't have any kind of contracts or cancellation fees, anything like that. You can create separate profiles for kids, which is good. And they actually still have plans out there if you want to rent DVDs. So if you don't want an actual streaming service and you want to get physical discs, you can still do that under a separate plan, which is kind of interesting. I thought they'd got rid of that a long time ago, to be honest, but apparently not. Research is a wonderful thing. Next up is going to be Amazon Prime Video. If you do have Amazon Prime, you do have this already included in your Amazon Prime uh, membership. Just be warned that not all content is free to watch. You do have to pay for some of it, especially some of the newer movies and different things like that. A lot of the original content is free to watch. They do give you the ability to either buy or rent content, you know, kind of as a cost saving. So instead of paying, you know, 20 bucks to for a movie, the digital copy of that movie, you can rent it. I think it's like three or four bucks, something like that. And it's good for like three days. So that actually is kind of a cool concept. They don't have the newest movies or TV shows, but they do have a good all around mix for most people. So if you're looking for some of the older TV shows and stuff like that, they do have a lot of original content. The good thing about Amazon Prime is most of the original content that they have is actually really good. The stuff they put out tends to be really good quality and uh, is a good watch. So if you're looking for something like that, you can do that. Again, it is very convenient if you already have Prime. It's something you're already paying for. So why not kind of take a look at it and see what, what you actually get with it? Next up is going to be Disney Plus. Disney Plus actually does have three different tiers. 
They have their regular one with just the Disney Plus. They have the Disney Bundle, which is Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus, which is supported by ads. That one would be $13.99 a month. The, just the Disney Plus is $7.99 a month. Or you could get it without ads for $20 a month. So you could do it that way too. They do have a lot a lot of kid-friendly stuff. If, I mean, if you have kids, Disney Plus is, you probably, if you don't already have it now, it's pretty much almost a given that you need it. They do have it on pretty much just about any device that you can think of. You can use it. The You can get each service as a standalone service, or you can bundle all three, like I said, the Disney bundle, and you can kind of save some money going, going that route. They do have some of the biggest intellectual property out there right now. So, I mean, anything Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, anything like that is going to be on Disney+. Plus. So, if you like any of those, you're going to probably at least kind of want to lean into it. I would venture that probably the Disney bundle would be the better value for it. Just seeing it has 14 bucks a month is not terrible considering you get the Disney Plus stuff plus all of the Hulu stuff. And I'm going to talk about Hulu here in just a second because that one, if you get that separately, it is $6.99 a month if you got ads. If you do no ads, it's $13. And they do have a lot a lot of content on Hulu. And obviously, it's going to be a lot more original and more diverse than Disney is. You do get the option of live TV with Hulu. It is a little bit more pricey that way if you go that route. I think it's $69, give or take, for the live uh, Hulu Live. So it's a little bit thing, but you do get a lot of channels for that price. You do have options to add on HBO Max, Cinemax, Showtime, and Stars. Of course, those are going to be premium channels, so you do pay the fee for each one. But they do give you the option to actually do it, so that is kind of nice. With Hulu, you do get the full Hulu library, unlimited DVR. You get live TV recordings that are saved for nine months. And if you do record something, you can fast forward through that recorded content. So if you kind of scrubbing through and if you see something that you missed or you're trying to catch up on a show or something, you can actually fast forward through that. Some services don't let you do that. So that is a nice feature. Again, I know I'm going a little bit quick with this, but if you want all to see all of this, the links to everything, the pricing, everything will be up on the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. Find the player, scroll down just a little bit, right underneath the player, they'll have a link called Show Prep. Click on that. It'll be episode 902. You'll be able to find it there. Click on it. It'll bring up PDF and have all the links, everything that I'm talking about today. So you can hit all of that up and go through and just kind of search at your leisure, see what would they have, all of that. So all my notes, everything on here, everything I'm talking about will be on the show prep. So please use it. It will definitely help out if you're kind of interested in these types of things. So next up, HBO Max. There's a couple of different things with this, and they have two different tiers. They got with ads and without ads. And I do have the pricing for, it's 10 bucks a month with, 15 bucks a month without ads. Right now, if you pay for a full year before the end of October, you do get a discount on, on that. So instead of paying the $120 a month, it's only 70 for the full year. $104, 
you know, for the ad free version. So, but after that, you do that second year, you will pay the higher rate. I do have all of that in the show prep also. So it will be, you know, the hundred bucks for the, the with plan with ads plan, 150 for the ad free plan. If you do decide to go that route and pay for the full year. The advantage of HBO Max is sometimes you do get movies that are simulcast that are still in theaters. So you do get the newest movies that you can possibly get. It was kind of a trend with COVID that they started releasing movies on HBO Max and in the theaters at the same time. So they still are doing that. It's not quite as extensive as it was, but some of the smaller stuff you do have. They do have a lot of good original content like Game of Thrones, Westworld, some of the new stuff that they have, you know, going on right now with the new Game of Thrones prequel. That one's up on there also. But there, there's a lot of good original content that they do have. You do have the full Warner Brothers movie catalog, which includes all the DC movies, Looney Tunes, Cartoon Network, Turner Classic Movies. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Lots of good content. So if you like to be the first to see movies, this might be the route you like to go. Next up is going to be Peacock, and that's NBC's streaming service. They do have three tiers also. They have a free tier, which you can watch a lot of the older TV shows and stuff like that. Nothing that's actually out right now. Well, not not that it's not out, but they don't move to the free tier until they've been out for a couple of three weeks at least. You know, you do have 50 channels of regular actual live TV that you can watch just for the free side. For five bucks a month, you have limited ads. It's a premium side. You can unlock 60,000 hours of movies, TV shows, and lots of other stuff. Like most services, whenever something plays on TV, you get it next day if you on the pay tier. So the premium or the plus tier, which is the ad-free tier, that one, if something plays on NBC or Bravo, you get next day streaming. So it'll be up the following day. If you do get the ad-free tier, which is the the $10 a month tier, not only is it ad-free, but you can actually download and watch stuff offline. So that could be an advantage also, especially, you know, kids, if they like certain episodes of certain things, you can download and watch it offline. Just download it to a tablet and let them go ham, you know, with the few episodes that they like, they really, really like. So that's always an option too, always a good thing. Whenever you do do this, it is all content from the NBC side of things. So you get all the NBC channels, NBC Sports, WWE, Premier Premier League Soccer. There's a lot of different content on here, but you do get the NBC Universal catalog also. So not not too shabby as far as content goes. Next up is Paramount Plus. This one is fairly new to the game. They only started their service a few months ago. It's only five bucks a month, no kind of cancellation, no fees, anything like that other than, you know, just paying per month. This has the CBS Viacom portfolio. So you get CBS, Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, Comedy Central, and Smithsonian channels, you know, in there. You do get good original series like 1883, which is the Yellowstone prequel, Star Trek Lower Decks. You can do only three streams per account which isn't terrible. I mean, considering, I don't know how many, depends on how many devices you have in your household, but not too bad. I mean, five bucks a month and there is a seven day free trial. So you can actually try it for a week and see if it's something you like. 
if they have stuff that you do like. So having a free trial is always a nice thing. I actually wish all of them would do kind of a, a week free trial like that. But teach his own, and they offer it, so why not? Next up is going to be Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, excuse me. They have a couple of different tiers. They have it, and it really depends on the device. Because if you buy an actual Apple TV device, you get three months of Apple TV included with your purchase whenever you activate it. You can do a free seven-day trial and then five bucks a month after that. If you know, even if you're just streaming on your iPad or your iPhone, or you know, they got a lot of other devices too that you can stream on. But if you want to do it that route, you could do it that too. Or if you have Apple One, you can sign up with that and get a one month free trial of Apple TV Plus and also have the extra data and you know everything else that Apple One entails. With this one, there's more a lot, they're more along the lines of original shows and movies. They do tend to put stuff out on a much more realistic schedule, like they put out new stuff every month. So if you're looking for a lot of original stuff, they do have some really good good ones too, like Ted Lasso, Central Park, Loot. They do offer live MLB baseball on Friday nights. And again, like I said, it the price kind of varies on depending on the device that you're using. So that's kind of a, a weird thing to do. But, you know, it's still five bucks a month, which isn't bad. It's just more along the lines of they don't have a whole lot of content that they they branding. It's their own content more than anything else. So if you like the stuff that they put out, you're probably going to subscribe. Good thing is they do have a week free trial. So you can look on there and see if you do happen to like some stuff, watch a few things, see if you like it. If you do, then go forward with it. Okay, so that is it for the streaming options. Next up is going to be live TV options. These are going to be more of your cable TV replacements. And first up is going to be YouTube TV. It's going to be $54.99 for the first three months. $64.99 after that. You do get six accounts within that YouTube TV account. So you can do for six different people. Everybody will have their own unlimited DVR, their own playlist, you know, their own favorites, everything like that. So everybody will have their own account under your one YouTube TV account. You do get 85 channels or more depending on which region you're in and depending on the region that you're in as to what channels you actually get. They do that to try to get stuff that's more local to you, you know, as far as news and sports and stuff like that. So that's always an option. Next is direct TV stream. That one's 50 bucks for the first two months, $70 a month after. There are a bunch of other pricing tiers depending on what content you want, and they'll go all the way up to $150 a month. That's kind of their max. And it just depends on which channels you want as to how much you're going to pay. So you have to kind of take take a look at that and see which ones, you know, if you're if that's what you kind of want to do, you could go that route and use this as a, you know, a replacement for cable. But at these prices, to be honest, you're probably not going to be, you're either going to like your cable more or you're going to, you know, you're not going to, there's not going to be very much offset as far as direct TV goes. So you can do that one. But like I said, it's, it's kind of a hit or miss and depending on what channels you want. 
Next up is a lower cost option, and this one is Philo. They do have a seven day free trial if you wanna do that. It's only 60 channels, so you don't get quite as many channels as some of the other ones, but you do get, you know, I've heard a lot of good things about Philo. I've never personally used it, but from what I've seen and all the reviews and stuff like that, they're not bad. The channels that you do get are some of the bigger channels, so it's it's a good mix of, you know, what most people would wanna watch, and it's only 25 bucks a month, so, for the price, you really can't go wrong if you're just trying to save some money and just watch a little bit of stuff that you got that might be on on cable, but you don't want to get an antenna or anything like that and go that route. You might want to look into Philo. Like I say, it's only 25 bucks a month. It can't hurt. Last on the cable replacement is going to be Sling. This is the one that I used to use. They have a couple of different tiers, orange and blue. Those are gonna be 35 bucks a month for each tier. Each tier does have different channels available to you. I think the orange cha- the orange tier is more geared toward like the ESPN side of things. The blue tier is more toward Fox Sports and FS1, but you can do both together for 50 bucks a month. And then you can do add-ons for like Science Channel and ESPN and stuff like that. And all of those add-ons actually add up. Because by the time you do a couple of add-ons with the tiers, then you're still looking at 60, 70, you know, bucks a month. Which at that point, it's you might as well get cable. At, at least in my eyes. That's why I dropped them. So, but to each his own, you know, I when I had them, I loved them. They were really good. I didn't mind them getting messages here. Don't they know I'm recording? Oh, well. Last but not least, we do have some free options. So if you just kind of want to dip your toe into the streaming universe, should I say, and you don't want to pay anything, you can do a few different options. They do have Pluto TV, which basically I think pulls out of the CBS and Paramount Plus kind of pool because they do have a lot of Paramount Plus uh, ads and stuff like that going in them, but they have a lot of live TV, a lot of different movies. You know, it's it's all set up as channels. The way that a lot of the stuff works, they do have some of the older TV shows like your Star Treks and CSI and Matlock and, you know, a bunch of different other older shows that they do have access to have are in their own channels, and they just run those shows for 24 hours a day. So if you happen to like those shows, you know, you can just throw it on there and kind of set it and forget it. That's usually what I do at this point. And like I said, a lot of the stuff that they have is actually pretty good. They do have some some of the older movies. They have those broken up by genre. So you can do like action movies, horror movies, you know, different things like that. So there's different channels for different types of movies. Uh, you can go through. There are news and information channels. There's science channels. There's a lot of different stuff on there. Pretty much a little bit for everybody. And like I said, I've been using this one for a couple of three months now. And I really don't have a whole lot of complaints other than the app is a little bit slow. Not so much once it loads, but just while it's loading and different things like that. You know, when you go in between channels, it's a little bit slow and, and kind of wonky. But once you get actually into a program, there's really, I, I haven't noticed really much problem. I do wish there was a back button that you could go to, like if you're switching between channels, you can just hit one button and it would go back to the the one you were on before. 
that would be a good feature. I would kind of wish they had. They don't. So you actually have to go through the guide to go to the different channels back and forth, which is, it's not bad, but it's kind of annoying. But, you know, I would say that's more of a quality of life issue than anything. Next up is Crackle. This one is more older TV shows and movies, kind of your B-movies type stuff, you know, your old crap horror movies and comedies that really aren't A-tier, but there's stuff on there to watch. You know, so, I mean, if you're just trying to get into something and you need something in the background or you're looking for movies like really old, bad movies that you hadn't seen in forever, this is probably where you're going to find it. And some of it, like I said, some of it's worth a, a revisit and a rewatch. Some is not. They, they are getting better as far as the content that they do have on there. So that's not too bad. And it's like I said, it's free. So why not? Next up is Freebie. And this one's actually the free tier of Amazon, you know, without any kind of ads or anything like that or limited ads. And they have it in its own separate app, at least on Roku. And so when you go through there, it'll pull in the stuff from Amazon and it'll pull in just the free stuff. So you won't see anything that you got to buy, anything you got to rent, nothing like that. And that is, that's kind of cool that we can just go in and watch something. The content at itself isn't bad, so it's worth a look. If you are into anime at all, then you probably already know, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyway, Crunchyroll. It sounds like a weird app, and it is because mainly it's just for anime stuff. So if you are a fan of anime or manga, then or manga, however you want to say it, I don't want to offend anybody, whichever one you like, it happens to be that's where you're going to find your anime stuff. So there is a big, huge cult following for, you know, anime. And this app will definitely have you covered on that front. Last up is going to be Plex. And I've talked about Plex before, but it's they're kind of branching out a little bit. Plex used to be an app where you actually had to either rip your own DVDs or, you know, find a copy of it some kind of way that I won't describe on podcast, how to get, how to get uh, stuff like that. But you used to have to get your own content and host it and you can stream it to a TV or a smart device or something like that. Once you actually put it in your library, they have been branching out a lot with that. And now they're doing free channels and free uh, TV and movies and stuff like that that you can just download on the app and just watch that. So you can do your, you still can do your library and everything like that, that Plex was originally designed for. Everything is still there, is still applicable, no, no issues with that. But they also have the option to where you can watch some of the, the free stuff that's out there. I think they do pull a lot from the same pool that Crackle pulls from. Because they do have a lot of overlap as far as what Crackle has and what they have. There's, you know, not some stuff is original, but some stuff is not. So you kind of got to take a look at it. If you already have the Plex app or you already have the library side of it covered and you're just looking for something different to watch, you know, it's already there. So why not try it? It's it's worth a it's worth a go. It really is. Last on the list is going to be the Roku channel, and I'm a big fan of Roku. I have several of them. I have actually a couple Roku TVs already, so that's why I tend to like those a little more. The UI is a lot easier to deal with. 
But they have their own free channel called the Roku channel, which is also a lot like the free TV that you get from Plex and Crackle. They do. I think this one actually pulls a lot from the same <laughs> the same pools that both of those pull from because there's a lot of overlap in that. They do have some different things. Obviously, they're not going to pull everything from, you know, every the same sources. But they do have a good bit of overlap because a lot of the older movies and older TV shows and stuff like that, if they're not exclusive, they'll put them out there and let anybody watch them for free. So, again, this is one one of those things that if you have it and it's there, if you want to take a look at it, you can. You already have the device, so the channel's free. Why not? Give it a try. It can't hurt. And that is all she wrote. We got streaming, we got TV replacement, we had free options, all there, ready to go. If you want to go through any of this, all the links, the pricing, everything that I talked about today is going to be up on the website, downsouthitpodcast.com, under the embedded player, look for the show prep link, and it's going to be right there for you. Everything will be there, no questions asked, just go take a look at it. It'll open up in a PDF format. Take a look at it, print it out, whatever you need to do, it'll be there for you. It's there to help you make a decision on whether or not you want to drop cable or if you just want to try something different. That's what it's there for. I'm just here to give you the information to let you go for it. And speaking of going for it, I'll go ahead and end the stream with a paraphrase from Albert Hubbard, just like I always do. Technology can replace the work of many people but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. I hope you have a good week, a good month, a good year. I love you, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode of the Down South IT Podcast. Later. Later.